Do you have questions about the unknown that have never been answered? Tired of going to psychics and wishing you could develop your own intuition? Then Messages from the Other Side podcast is the answer. Weekly episodes feature psychic medium Simone Salmon, combining her gifts of storytelling and mediumship to narrate real communications with ghosts or angels and interviews with spiritual truth seekers to get the answers you need. So subscribe on Apple Podcast and Anchor FM or go to www.simonesalmon.com. I'm psychic medium Simone and you're listening to Messages from the Other Side. No, so no go ahead. I remember the first spiritual conference I attended, the person who came out to introduce said, we have over 35 speakers over the weekend. And a lot of them will talk, have the same topics and subject matters, but there will be that one person that you will personally resonate with. Exactly. It is so true. I meant to mention that that woman I was talking about that had the four-stage cancer that came to me for the classes last year, well, last month she came to the class and made an announcement that she know her cancer is in remission, Oh and it actually goodness. made the tumor shrink. So there you oh. go. There's, and it wasn't just me hearing the proof. She she told, she shared it with the whole class. Oh, what so. a blessing. Oh, my goodness. What, what confirmation for you and for her. Oh, that's wonderful. That's absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. So <laughs> and, you know, it didn't take one just thing. She really took the the horns. And went with it, and the bull by the horns, yeah. as they say. It's taking a she, leap of faith. It's really literally absolutely. taking a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I know that you also work with spirits and guides and angels. How can folks better connect with their guides and angels? You know, some people are feeling, I, I had a wonderful email from this uh, lady, Melissa, and Melissa, I, I tell you, I, your email touched me beyond belief when I read it today. And she wanted mm-hmm. to know how she could better connect with her guides and angels because she's having sporadic kind of random connections. And she wants to know how can she get, you know, in that vibration where she's connecting with them on a constant basis. You know, one that's a very common question. That's probably like one of the top questions that people ask me. And... One thing I learned um, is trust. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't trust yourself, how are you going to trust giving messages to other people? How are you going to trust yes. that your angels and guides and spirits are always there with you? So the number one thing is your trust, your self-esteem. Your self-esteem is, is tied in with the trust. Mm-hmm. So really, really understand your self-esteem. And then once you build your self-esteem and build your trust, the next thing is practice. There is no special pill again. I always like to make that one special pill. is practice, practice, practice. Have faith, trust, and practice. Yeah, and talk to them all the time. 
talk, have conversations with them all the time. That's what I do. Exactly. <laughs> it really, um, I, I, you know, I ignored my intuition for 35 years. And then I, my aunt, who's a great medium, I would say to her, how do I see like you? She'd tell me, close your eyes. Okay, I got some clothes. Now what, Joan? I'll just close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's not working. Now what? <laughs> so me, being the analytical person, believe it or not, that originally majored in architecture, ha ha. Today I'm a psychic, right? Using a whole different side of my brain. Um, was very analytical. Read every book imaginable, um, and it still wasn't working. <laughs> so then had another level. I had to take time quiet my mind, and mm. yes, I wish I could spend hours upon hours in the Buddhist tradition and do my ohms for hours and clear my mind. Yeah, ha ha, I wish I could, but it's a little annoying <laughs> for me. But those that can do it, good for you. I, I'm very jealous and envy of you. But for those that are like more like me, where maybe our mind tends to wander sometimes, you know where I really meditate and connect with spirit is the shower, believe it or not. Those that are really water conservationists probably are cringing right now, but I love the water. Water really opens you up. It relaxes you. You can't answer the phone. You can't return an email, and you're focusing solely on spirit. So that's where yeah. I would also suggest that you make time. Now, another thing I did learn from my grandmother, who's a psychic, said, make an appointment with your guides and angels. Say that, all right, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, meet me at 9 a.m. in my bedroom. It doesn't have to be formal, and it doesn't matter. If you're a morning person, do a morning time. If you're a night person, do at night. But I will forewarn you, once the doors open, they may start waking you up, and I call it the witching hour, which is around 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., more like 3 or 4 a.m., uh, most of my clients call me and they say, I'm waking up between 3 and 4 in the morning. I said, because you're so busy during the day, you're finally in this theta state, altered state, where now you can communicate with the other side. You think they can get through to you when you're juggling kids, work, job, this, that? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. So that's yes. the time. So that's that's my best. Um, I do teach weekend workshops, and really I build people slowly. The first day, actually, you know what I do to open people up? The first thing I have to get through to people is to get rid of all their beliefs. Any old negative beliefs that they have about being intuitive, that's one of the first things I have to do with them. And how do we do that? I do chakra balancing with them with a meditation. I do a past life regression session with them if there's any past lives that were attached to not embracing their own intuition, I do with them. We do forgiveness exercises where I'll have them write on a paper through, during a meditation and say, if anybody, like, said you were crazy or bad, Matthew, forgive them now. Or forgive them for other things and forgive yourself, mostly. So first, That's have what I preach, that, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. day one is really, I spend almost a whole day just doing that. For my workshop, because mm-hmm. we can't get if I can't do all that first, and I'm not even going to waste my breath trying to get them to the second level. So that's the first yeah. thing we do is I have them do all those exercises and all the healing work they want. Now on day two, they come in fresh 
in the morning, and then I start having them develop slowly into it. Now, let me go back. Before they even do the workshop, I highly recommend they don't watch negative TV. They don't eat anything that makes them feel horrible. Uh, they don't, because I know some people say you should be a vegan, you should be on a raw diet. Hey, I'm not like that. I'll tell a quick funny story. The first time uh, my fiancé and I went to a raw food uh, workshop, right after he and I looked at each other and said, how about we go to that steakhouse? I'm not a vegan or a raw food person. Anyway, but... Yeah. By eating meat makes you feel horrible, obviously don't eat it. But if it makes you feel good, eat it. So, I, you know, I kind of prepare people for that. So now, day one, we get rid of all their old beliefs, their forgiveness exercises. We, we do past life exercises. Now, day two, now they're ready. Now they're really ready to really focus in and hone in their own unique abilities. That's another thing people do, which is I used to do it. I would compare myself. Hey, how come my aunt can see deceased people and I don't see them like her? I would compare mm. myself. My grandmother. How come my grandmother can look into like seven of your past lives and I don't see it that way? Mm. That was another thing. Once I learned that we're all unique, and what kept coming to mind is pretend that we're all playing a basketball game. Can you imagine we're all on the same team, but we all have to play a different position? Why? Because if we all played the same position, we would lose the game. So that was one thing I always reiterate to my students. Do not compare yourself to your neighbor. Put your ego, that criticizing ego of yours, on a shelf and leave it there during the whole workshop. <laughs> and don't bring it back. <laughs> and it's amazing. When people do that, they just, yo, oh, this is the best one I love. Well, before my workshop, a lot of people come up to me privately and say, listen, you know, I don't even know why I'm here. I, I don't even, I can't see anything. I can't feel anything, you know. You know, I don't know. Maybe I should just quit now. Those, I swear to you, 99% of the time that my students that come up to me and do that, do you know that by the end, they are like the best, most connected students? Wow, wow, wow. Because you know, once I say to them, you know what, just be you. Just be you. There's yes. a reason you're here. There's a reason yes. you are here. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and it's, it's beautiful. By day three, these people are channeling, connecting. Whether And channeling is not, people have the, the, the feeling like channeling means that you have to see only. But the TV shows out there and uh, the media that's out there, when somebody says the word psychic, uh, they think they see only. And it's not that way. Most people, actually, they have intuition with, with feeling, meaning... Let's say you walk in a party and you see somebody that you don't feel comfortable with. You can't put your finger on it and your gut is telling you don't, don't get close to that person. There's something up about them, but you can't put your finger on it. Most people channel that way, believe it or not. Let's say you're driving down the street and something's telling you make that right turn, do not make that left. And then if hopefully you listen, you make that right. Can't put your finger on it. You didn't see anything, you didn't hear anything, but you just had this gut feeling. A lot of people mm. will also get goosebumps, you know, that's a sign. Yes, or, yes, yes, Or that yes. sick feeling, you know, that happy feeling. Or That is channeling. And some people can't put their, they don't like the word channeling, which is fine. That's more of a new age term, but that is just intuition. I feel we are all born with it for a reason, a sense, a sixth sense to tell us, and who I feel 
helps us with our senses is our guide. We're all born with them. And one thing I always laugh about when people say, well, what is a guide? I say, well, my belief is this, that right before we're born, uh, we meet with a panel of experts, and they, we have to convince them and convince ourselves why we're coming back to Earth, why we're being born again. And we have to say, well, because it's for learning reasons, it's to help us with our evolution, um, to maybe fulfill karma or debt, whatever people think or believe. And we have a guide. That, and then we sign a contract, so to speak. Well, some people call it your Akashic Records, the Book of Knowledge, you name it. So we write, okay, I'm going to come and I'm going to choose those people as my parents. I'm going to have that kind of body. I'm going to live in that place. And when I tell people, they're like, what? I chose my parents. Were you crazy? <laughs> I chose a body. Were you crazy? So anyway, you write this all down supposedly on a contract, and then, bang, you're born. And you forget everything you signed up for. Your guide's job is to remind you. So that is the friendly reminder when you are driving down the street and you're getting that gut feeling to make that right. And maybe you make a left and your guide is gone, damn, they didn't listen again. <laughs> They're twiddling, I'm twiddling my thumbs again. They're not listening. So that's what I feel your guide's job is. And they will stay with you until the day you go back home. Mm. And if for those of you that are really detailed and want to know what their name is or who they were, a lot of them were supposedly probably relatives, um, family members in another lifetime. They probably were not members of your family in this lifetime, but other lifetimes. Mine is named Ralph. It couldn't be some luxurious angelic name. Mine had to be Ralph. <laughs> and what's hysterical is during workshops, when, when different, because I have uh, workshops I put on weekly, and I bring in other speakers, kind of like you're doing with the summit. Um, and when I crack up when people are in a meditation, they'll say, who's Ralph? I'm like, damn, all right. <laughs> and you know what's really funny is when I don't listen to him, because I don't, I'm human. I wish I did, because if I did, I'd be perfect, whatever that means. And he always comes through. Like, if I'm not listening, I will see a billboard that has the name Ralph in it, or I'll hear a song that has the name Ralph in it. Oh, or, my goodness. <laughs> it's hysterical. He will get to me no matter what. But guess what I do now? I talk to Ralph like I'm talking to you right now. And I say, Ralph, hey, why don't you help me with this? Or, Ralph, why am I in this traffic jam? Get me out of here. Or, Ralph, hey, I'm at the mall. Give me the front row parking spot because I'm a little lazy today. I need to feel like walking. And I tell yeah. you, me, so that Ralph gets me. And I always get the front row parking spot. I always end up getting out of a traffic jam. It is amazing. Yeah, and, and I think the important thing is that, you know, it's it's an ongoing dialogue. Like, don't just ask when you're in dire need or, you know, when you want something no, to no. You can ask for, like, the simplest thing. Like, you know, can I just, can I laugh at this joke? <laughs> you know, or whatever. Absolutely. You know, something, yeah, just call them in constantly and, and they will always be there for you. The more you talk to them, the more dialogue you have, the easier it will be for you to just kind of have that wonderful relationship, that, that connection that you're looking for. Exactly. And one thing I did learn over the years is I learned ask for three signs in three different ways. That really helped me. Again, my analytical mind wanted to see physical proof too. So I'll give you an example. Um, two years ago I heard go back to college and get your master's. And I'm like, what? I'm not doing that. So anyway, I said, all right, well then tell me where am I going. So I'm driving down the highway. And all of a sudden a huge 
sign, billboard said, Nova Southeastern University. I'm like, okay, no, nah, that can't be coincidence. All right, driving, put on the radio. Let's put some music on. Commercial. Come to Nova Southeastern University for their open house. <laughs> this house. I'm like, okay. All right, turn the radio off. Then I come home, and I get my mail, and I'm a graduate. I'm an alum of that school, okay, ironically enough. And I get a postcard from guess where? Nope. <laughs> so do you see where I mean by the three? Yeah. Uh, three yeah. different ways. Do you think that was enough physical proof for me? <laughs> <laughs> so when you really ask, it's not just the asking, though. This is the next part that's really hard sometimes is to listen, and when you get the message, is next to take action. You mm-hmm. have to take the action yeah. because I could just mm-hmm. listen to all the messages I want, but if I didn't go down to Nova Southeastern and actually apply and all of that, I would have never had a degree from them. Yes. So you have to yes. take that action. Yes. And, and just believe that it's going to work out. You don't have to know how. Just believe mm. it will work out. Yes. A lot of yes. I have another client who I when I had a radio show, he used to call in all the time and and he was having financial difficulty to the point where they were being kicked out like within a week at his apartment. And I just got an email from him. I was on a radio show a couple of weeks ago on somebody else's, and he called in. And I haven't see, heard from this gentleman for over, I don't know how many years, because it's been a couple of years since I've had my show. And can you believe now he is he's working, he has a new place, a new girlfriend. I mean, you had to hear this guy. It's so amazing. Wow. And he, but it was a tough road. I'm not going to lie. He used to email saying, you promised. I said, hey, I didn't promise. you got to do your own work. I can guide you what helped for me, but you have to do your own work. And he finally admitted on the air that what he really, you know, he still has some lessons to learn, but he has come such a far way, such a Mm. far way in a positive. He now understands what law of attraction is. He now understands, like you said, the movie The Secret. He understands, he, he finally took responsibility that it wasn't everybody else's fault. Yes. That was huge for him. And, yes. and it was so it was so amazing to hear his voice two weeks ago on that radio show when he called in that, see, it does work. But he had to break it down, meaning that he yes. was grouping all this, all this, uh, how do you put it, negative energy, we'll call it, around him by being kicked out. He just got divorced. He was in the middle of a divorce. He was he lost his job. He, was being, you know, he didn't have to feed his kids the next day. But it, to him, it was one big, horrible mess. But once he started breaking down each individual challenge, or I'll call it opportunity is the word I love to use, then that's when he was able to handle each thing separately. Because when you group it all together, it's hard to see through the forest. But when you yes. do it, break it down individually, and it works for him. And it works for a lot of yes. people. He was oh, yes. so great to hear how far he's come. It's fantastic. Oh. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Deirdre, can we take a couple uh, questions before we go into uh, announcing my Miracle Contest winners, of which you will be choosing one? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, uh, Netta Joy from Monterey says, Firstly, Simone, you are rapidly becoming my favorite. Oh, thank you, Netta Joy. Hi, Deirdre. Not to sound over the top overwhelming, but I am in the midst of possibility that could truly change my life, my family's life, and many, many others 
through two medical inventions. Wow. One patented and the last being reviewed for patenting as we think. I am no Einstein, but really an artist. In separate wonder, I was just signed with an agent as a vocalist. She's having all these wonderful things happen for her. And am with a new incredible band while taking care of my mom as well. My dream oh my is goodness. to be financially <laughs> Yeah. My dream is to be financially free, I guess, and time wise to give gifts, mm. gifts, help, love, financial assistance, all of it. Um, anything you'd like me to know, I'm listening. Beautiful, gifted Deirdre and Simone, ladies. Husband kisses, hugs, husband kisses, Netta Joy. Thank you, Netta. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, wow. So her question Isn't is, ironic? yeah. I was just talking about <laughs> that gentleman. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, how ironic is that? And same thing. What they kept saying as you were um, reading that beautiful um, letter is is for her to already see what she wants. Um, I do hear really loud and clear. I, I tell. I mean, she's doing so many different things. But one thing I'm hearing clear from her guides is goal setting. Um, I know she's got all things goal setting. Ah, okay. And what I'm hearing is the goal setting. And what goal setting does, it's, it's, for, it's like planting a seed. So with this goal setting, what people are afraid to say is, I need money. But they don't give an amount. Mm-hmm. So financial abundance, say exactly how much you want. Mm. Why not? Say exactly what you want. And have. And remember you before, Simone, you mentioned, but your head, like I mentioned too, you and I agreed that your head has to match your heart with, yes. with the manifestation. So with her, she's a beautiful manifester. She's almost, she is there. I don't want to say almost there. She's already there. But now she's got to take it. It's like the baseball player that now has to go in for that home run. She can't quit now. And what she needs to do now, there's a little bit of belief that she doesn't fully deserve it. So, remove that now, and by doing so, it, the floodgates are going to be opening, and they're showing me money pouring in to her. Wow. So, just have to believe that little belief system that something inside of her, and I'm feeling since she was a little girl it started, that's something she doesn't believe it fully. She doesn't, be, she doesn't deserve that. Uh, success, financial success, but it's not just financial success, it's success, period. So, again, kind of what we talked about all night, start putting on music anytime you doubt anything. But now I want you with that goal setting, I want you to write exactly how much you want to make. And in multiple projects, say I want to make five million with this, I want to make three million with that, I want to make two dollars with this, I want to, you have to be specific. And what works really well, is I like to put on, I like to type on the computer three wishes on and type it in big font and print it out and work on, and I want, once you print it out, for instance, let's say that one medical, um, what was it, equipment she invented? What was it, a product? Okay, yeah. so let's use that as an example. Let's say this one medical product, it's going to be, um, I am going to make $40 million from it. So I want that in a sentence. And then print it out. Put it in your mirror in your bathroom. Put it, tape it on the refrigerator door. Put it in, tape it in your car. And I want you to say it, and I want you to 
feel it, and when you feel it, like think of other things that make you feel so happy when you, when that's what it, that's the money you're going to earn from that. And not just the money, because we know, wouldn't it be just easy if it was just about the money? Because we know, right, Simone, we don't do this for the money. Yes. <laughs> it's no, the gratification. <laughs> right, right? Um, it's the grat- you have to have that heart of, oh, my goodness, look how many people I'm going to help. Look at yes. how the people I'm going to help and how they're going to be helped and how those people, by being a help, are going to help other millions of people being helped and so on and feeling this whole domino effect around it. And that's yes. what will make it happen. That's how it will make it happen. Perfect. She Perfect. Ma- she has to master her manifesting. That's her, that's her mantra. Master her manifesting. Yeah, and she's doing a real good job of it. She just needs to start believing in herself now. Correct. She's they're showing me like she's a baseball player coming in for that sliding into that home run, and she's not there yet because she's afraid. That last piece. Yeah. Now just keep on going. Keep on going. Don't stop. I can't. You can't stop now. We'll be right back after the break. Let's see. Uh, Marta from Winnipeg. Thank you. I, I see your message. It's beautiful. Uh, she says, I have a beautiful, fabulous, awesome, fabulous laugh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Martha. <laughs> Let's take a- <laughs> yes, I, can- I-, I have heard that before. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's see. Caller, you are on the air from Barry, Ontario. Hello. Do you have a Hello. question? Hello. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. And, yes, you have an infectious laugh. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Thank you. I've been trying for a very long time to quit smoking. I have the incentive, the desire, and um, it doesn't seem to matter how hard I try. I'm just not uh, succeeding. I only go a short while, and, and then I seem to give up. I'm wondering if you can see any reason why or, or why this is being such a problem for me. Well, it's interesting because when you were talking, first thing I saw is in your past lives, you were also a smoker. So you bring, if you believe in past lives that we've reincarnated from other lifetimes, they're showing me other lifetimes that you, whether it was smoking a pipe or whatever, so you bring this with other lifetimes. But doesn't, you know, with that said, doesn't mean that you have to continue it. Um, once, they're, they're saying that once you emotionally say, if I quit and I act and I uh, and I do it again, that it's not really a bad thing, and you take it as this is learning, then you're going to see yourself smoking less and less. Because what we do is a lot of people do this with food, for instance. We all say, "I'm going on a diet. I'm not going to eat bread." And then two minutes, you know, an hour later goes by, and you eat bread, and then you beat yourself up. And it's this vicious circle, the cycle that we do, and. And it just emotionally beats us down. It's the same thing with the smoking. So if we turn that around and say, you know what, I'm going to allow myself to to have that, and then once and then and then what you do is you replace it with something positive. You know what, I'm not going to have the bread today because you know what, I am going to go if I don't have the bread, I'm going to go to the beach. And I'm going to replace it with something positive. So then you find yourself when you're at the beach going, wow, I love this. I don't need the bread. I'm going to go to the beach instead. 
And then the beach turns into, I'm going to go to the movies. And you start treating yourself. Instead of, does that make sense to you? Instead of looking at the smoking as a negative, actually turn it into, let's, how can we make it positive? Replace it with something positive. Does that make sense to you? It does. I just wonder if I have some belief that that's making me self-sabotage myself or think I need to punish myself or or unforgiveness or, yeah, an addiction from a past life. I just, I'm just so... And it's interesting, I'm sorry, I, yes, and it's interesting that you use all those words because it sounds like you've been working on yourself, so bravo. Um, And yes, it's not anything to really, it's not just the smoking, as you know. You've, a lot of us, yes, it's all the above. It is past life related. It is this lifetime related. It stems from childhood all the way forward. Um, when Simone and I, I don't know when you listened in, but when we were talking about self-sabotaging and people causing their own diseases and illnesses and aches and pains, it does start with a thought. And the thought starts a lot of times from, let's say, it could even be a little kid next door that says, you're ugly. And then you take that personally at the age of three, and that could last a whole lifetime with you. Every time somebody says that, that triggers something that came up when you were three. And so, yes, it is part of I'm not good enough of the smoking because you know that smoking long-term can cause lung cancer and other cancers, period. So you know that deep within you. So... Absolutely. When we were talking about healing the mind, the body, and soul, you need all three to be interconnected in order for a miraculous healing. So spiritually, ask your guides, if you believe in them, so, hey, help me stop right now. Help me not want to ever have this feeling of wanting a cigarette ever again. Give me the signs. Give me the encouragement. So that will be the spiritual side of it. In the mind, what I was talking about for me when I had my healing, is anytime I thought negative about myself or somebody else, I quickly changed my thoughts to positive. And with that, a healing happened. Did it happen overnight? No. But I'll tell you, music for me was, it was wonderful. I put on my disco. And that helped me. So the mind and then the body. Also, I know there's other methods they have out there for the stop smoking, like the gum and other things, if you want an oral fixation, you know, a remedy for that, um, that you can kind of ease yourself out of the, the physical part of the smoking and replace it with something positive. So, again, all three have to be in sync for and the I'm, healing I'm sensing, to I'm sensing um, a sadness in her, some sort of, mm-hmm. um, yeah, low energy. And I, I'm not sure where that's coming from, but um, it, you have to raise your vibration, as Deidre is saying. You have, to, you have to start being joyful about life and the things that mm-hmm. you have to be grateful for. And I think that's one of the, the areas that you really have to start working on. Uh, one thing that keeps coming up for you, too, is forgiveness. I feel some yeah. of the And I, I'm coming from, I don't know if it was your dad, but a father figure keeps coming up that might have had something, you know, where it stemmed from. And um, and sometimes we're not even aware of, 
um, you know, parents don't mean to be mean or, you know, affect us, and sometimes it does. A lot of us have been affected over the years, but absolutely, Simone, I feel the same way, that do some yeah. forgiveness. One thing I learned yeah. early on, an exercise I used to do is I used to visualize um, somebody that I had an issue with, that they, I would close my eyes and visualize them in front of me. And I would, I would allow myself to yell at them all the stuff from the past and scream until I didn't have it anymore in me. And then at the end, I would hug them. And the first time I did that exercise, the first time I, wa- I felt like I wanted to punch, punch the person. Because <laughs> I kind of maybe wanted to kill them. You know? But then each time I did it, one, when you finally get to the point where you want to hug them, I mean, when you do hug them, that you feel this unconditional love for them, is when you know mm-hmm. it's healed. Yes, yes. Thank okay, you, Paula. You- Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Go ahead. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's take a couple more. You know, I hope I added I added some time to this webcast. I hope that works and that we don't all get cut off at some point. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Netta Joy says. Oh, Deirdre and Simone, I'm receiving the release. I am open, asking for healing of that little wounded girl. I doubt it. I, de- I do deserve this. Sliding into home base, Deirdre. Yes, yes, on the specific mouth for goals. Uh, she says, my heart is full of gratitude for you and my art, my eyes full of tears. Love, uh, yeah, hugs and kisses. Oh, thank you, Netta. Beautiful. Okay, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pamela is saying, I have started on my own journey to be an angel messenger and healer, but I don't know how to get to the next level. Any advice? Oh, you know, it's funny. I remember we were talking about this before, but they're capitalizing the word trust. Every single letter in that word, they said trust. Channel, ask your angels for the next step. One thing is they want her to do is, uh, Pamela, they want you to, you're ready for readings if you're not already doing them, and to get paid for it. Mm. I, I feel Pamela, either she does it for free or very little money, um, she needs to trust that you're just charging for your time. A lot of healers go through this where they feel like, I shouldn't charge. This is, you know, a natural ability. Who am I? But really, something I learned early in my career from my grandmother is she would say to me, well, how much money did you spend on those classes? How, many, how much money did you pay to stay at that hotel to go to that conference? Or, but how, you know, how much did it cost for that airline ticket? And I started yeah. adding things up. Says, okay, you're not charging for your abilities. You're charging for your time. And that really helped me. And that's what I'm getting with Pamela. She's ready. She's been ready. Uh, reminds me of myself. And she just needs you, Pamela, you just need uh, words of encouragement that you are ready, you've been ready. Practice, practice, practice. Do your business cards yesterday and market yourself. Let people know. And I'm hearing house parties for you, Pamela, that you would be really good at parties, meaning somebody wants, women want to get together and you would like to, um, uh, people pay where they, you know, you do group readings or you could do individual readings in another room. I feel, Pamela, you would be really good at that. And that's also a great way to advertise yourself. But she, you're ready, Pamela. Ooh. That's how you're going to get started. Ooh. And once you, oh, and, oh and the biggest thing, 
is people ask me how much do I charge? Channel, channel, channel it. Ask the angels how much to charge because don't compare yourself to anybody. That was one thing I learned that if you charge too low, you won't get business, and if you charge too high, you won't get business. Yes. Channel, channel, That's channel, true. and the angels give wonderful raises. Trust it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, Michelle from Fishville says, "What is the career that will make me most joyful and independent, money-wise?" Oh, and her name is Michelle. Michelle, and I think it's Fishville. I've never heard of that, but yeah, Fishville. Okay. That's okay. I was just getting her vibration. First thing that came up for her was creativity. That um, if your name is Michelle, if I'm mispronouncing, I apologize. But um, what I'm getting is whatever you end up doing, it has to be creative. It has to be creative. Um, you, it's not a job. that You wouldn't be happy in a nine-to-five accounting position. That would not make you happy. So whatever you do, they keep, they're spelling out the word magazine, and they're telling me she's very creative. Um, they're telling me the word editor, um, publishing, um, anything in that field, writing, work with writers, authors, um, publishers, um, working for herself as a, uh, um, a multi-hearing consultant in that industry. Um, they're saying writers, writers, to work with writers, to have her work with writers, magazines, blogging. Um, so anything in that creative writing field, communication, she would also be very good, working with speakers, um, uh, conferences. So, And I'm going to keep hearing self-employment. So that's something she should look at. Um, she's another one. She's been ready doing this to do this work. And that to, somehow, I don't know if she thinks that she's not qualified to do it, but tell her, well, she I she can hear me. Obviously, you can. You can. You're qualified. Just yeah. trust it. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I have. I'm going to take one last question because I've never ever added time and stayed on the webcast to see if it works, and I don't want to get cut off. But let's take one last question, and then we'll announce the miracle uh, contest winners. And we'll, okay. we'll close our wonderful summit for this period of time. Um, Seth from, I believe it's Warwick, says, is it time, and ooh, this is a deep question, is it time to make a move in my marriage? Mm-hmm. I know I want to leave and have already emotionally left. Is it time for the physical move? Oh, that's always a toughie. You know, I I would say... I know. I, I don't 80, know if I want to give an answer to that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what usually comes up, and it's coming up for her. And, and, and what I love is when... And I always say this, especially when I do group readings like we're doing right now, is even though I'm going to direct this to Beth, for those of you that are also listening in or may listen later, also listen, even though I'm directing it towards Beth, it's probably for you too. And... What I've learned over the years, and now this is, the guides always tell me this, and they're telling me to share this with Beth, is work on yourself first. Once you work on you, and I'll never forget when I went to a conference one time and the speaker said, the speaker actually asked, that same, the, the, an audience member said exactly what Beth said, when should I leave? And the speaker said this, and I loved it. Where they said, when you truly love the other person unconditionally, yes, 
And the person looked at them like they were absolutely crazy. And I finally got what they meant. They said, because if you leave when you're mad, you're sad, you don't feel good about yourself, your self-esteem is not where it should be, and trust in the process, that's not the time to leave. But when you fully have embraced it and that person realizing that now that you absolutely love that person unconditionally is when it's time to leave. Yes. That, that's, that's perfect, Deirdre. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, when, when you love like that, when you, mm-hmm. um, when you can accept someone for all of their, um, their faults, all of the stuff that happened between you and, you know, the stuff that's not even working out, you're ready for a different, a different walk in life. It's, it's really a different type of love that you're tapping into. And you'll see other things just open up for you, you know. And, and I think Deirdre is so right because if you leave in, in a position where you're still angry or frustrated or whatever it is the emotion is, because that's what I'm picking up on, it, it's just you're going to carry that into whatever it is that you're going into, you know, you leaving from. You're still going to have that stuff with you. It's just stuff yeah. that you're going to carry over with you. So, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Deirdre, you've been wonderful. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And thank you for putting this all together flawlessly and really enlightening so many people out there and uh, and your purpose and fulfilling, helping us fulfill ours. Yes, 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 yes. Just, just fantastic. This whole summit has been um, truly amazing for me spiritually. I have grown in so many ways, um, and I am just truly blessed, truly blessed to have been guided to do this. Mm. Well, you're doing a beautiful uh, job. It's only the thank beginning. You. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So let's announce our Miracle Contest winners. We've been having, we've been running a miracle contest for the entire summit, and uh, we have to choose two lucky winners tonight. I have chosen the grand prize winner, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But, Deirdre, I want you to choose that. What I did was I, I took the top 20 from everyone who has submitted um, their phrases, and I want you to choose a number between 1 and 20, and that's the person that I am going to choose as the runner-up. So that's choose a number. terrible because they gave me a number for the last couple of minutes. So what's your number? I'm like, why are you showing me this number? Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> what's the number? Well, it's interesting because it is the number eight. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Number eight is, and this is my fault because I should have removed her name from this list. Number eight is my <laughs> my grand prize winner. You have to choose another number. <laughs> Well, you know, let me tell you, I was hearing number six, and then they kept saying, eight, eight, eight. Eight is the grand prize winner. 
do it again, Ms. Guys. Let's give her another well, number. I, no wonder I'm getting crossed over because number six was what I was getting in the beginning, and then they kept saying, no, I kept hearing eight, but I wrote down the number eight, and I said, well, why do you guys keep telling me eight if I've been writing down the number six? So it's number six then. Okay, so number six, number six is D. Godfrey. D. Godfrey, you are the runner-up of the Miracle Mind Fest Summit. You will be receiving ten uh, interviews from the summit and one of the special offers. So congratulations, D. D. Godfrey, <laughs> and yay, and the the grand prize winner. Ooh. Obviously, is meant to have this wonderful prize because you came up with the number and I came up with the name a lot of hours ago. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's how we share it works. So the grand prize winner is Donna Forrest, F-O-R-Y-S, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, Donna. Congratulations. You are our grand prize winner. You have won the entire set of summit interviews wow. and you get to choose yes and she gets two special offers so congratulations to both of you i will be in touch within the next two weeks so we can finalize everything and you know send me an email in the meantime if you need to um so i have all the information i need your name and you know phone number and email address but i have the email address and the name already so thank you guys so much thanks to everyone listening in on this last final call for the first Miracle Mindset Summit ever. Uh, there, there will be many, many more, I promise. Um, and I just, again, you know, just truly grateful for everyone who have been, has been listening in to each of the interviews. The entire set of interviews, if you have uh, joined the Miracle Mindset community, is available to you. Uh, until the end of August, you can listen into all of the interviews over and over until the end of August. The interest uh, interview tonight will run for 48 hours, but also through the end of August if you are part of the community. Deidre, I wanted to thank you again. Thank you. This has been, I've had so much fun this evening. I'm so happy. The beautiful Deidre Abrami. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks for coming out and playing with me tonight. <laughs> oh, I had fun. I had lots of fun. <laughs> so did I. Yes, yes. Thanks for listening in. Do remember to stop by so you can hear next week's episode. I look forward to hearing from you and your voice messages and your emails. Thanks again. This is Psychic Medium Simone, and you've been listening to Messages from the Other Side.